1: Hi, everybody. I'm not Juliet.
0: And I'm not Theo. And this, this is Apologies, is apologies accepted. accepted. Welcome, everyone. We are in and unison. Today, yeah, we did.
1: Sorry, I always do <laughs> Perfect that. Perfect
0: intro. Um, today, we have some uh, interesting things to talk about. We're talking about fascism, basically, fascism in America, um, how it has uh, shown its ugly face this week, this past week. Um, as we record, it is Sunday, the 10th of January, and we're going to be putting this out um, tomorrow, Monday, the 11th. Um, the events of, that we'll be discussing happened on the 6th, Wednesday. Um, and uh, Theo, how are you feeling? This is the first time this has happened, not only in our lifetime, but perhaps in our history.
1: It um, is the first time this has happened in our history. Um, yes. I mean, so it's a yes and a no for the first time this has ever happened in our history, because um, obviously... We during didn't have a the Civil War. War, yeah, there was a whole yeah. thing about we don't like the president that's been elected, meaning Lincoln, yeah. and so yeah. we're going to break away. And the vote was fraud, and history is repeating itself. Um, and and I don't have anything to say after that because history is just repeating <laughs> itself. It's sort of like grab the popcorn, sit back, kids, because it's just going to get uglier yeah. from here, unless it gets well, better see soon. It that way.
0: It could get better sooner or get a lot worse. I um was working, of course, on Wednesday when this all started to happen. And I knew something was going to happen, but it was in the back of my mind and I was thinking about work. And then I heard somehow, probably on Twitter, um, that this was going down uh, at about 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning. I think I heard about 11. And I um, started reading Twitter and didn't pay attention to what I was doing. And then I canceled the rest of my meetings because I was just so... I wouldn't say shocked. Um, uh, what's the word? What's shocked. The right
1: word for- well, Shocked? Yeah, because... I a- was appalled. Appalled, shocked. Um, this tracks for me very closely to September 11th, not in terms mm-hmm. of the emotional impact and reaction mm-hmm. that I had. Uh, September 11th is a completely different e- experience, um, but just the complete and utter disbelief
0: Right, the, the right. disbelief that, that this could happen, that that these people could get into the Capitol, unbelievable. And these and the policemen just standing there. Like, what the fuck is going on? Was really what I was thinking. And I remember nine eleven, watching nine eleven, thinking how horrible it was that all those people were going to die. That was the the primary feeling I had about that at the time. And wondering what was going on, of course, was one thing. But but just feeling that that compassion or whatever for the people who were. Dying in their families was what really made me cry at the time, and I didn't cry watching on the sixth, although I felt like it um, more than I really usually ever do. Um, But my my thoughts were, how the hell is this happening? Where the where are the police? You know, what's going on?
1: Right, because we know that the police are fully capable of dispersing a crowd in D.C. Oh yeah,
0: they've done oh, it yeah.
1: many. Their whole fucking infrastructure in D.C. is built to yes. disperse crowds. I mean, yeah, not really, black, but yes, or it or is. If
0: you're liberal and they're gonna come well, after there's you, there's never been a fucking gonna... protest
1: in D.C. before. Come on, yeah, I mean, we've exactly. had uh, how many million man, million mom marches have there been through? How many millions of people have marched through? And it's
0: not that they didn't know about January six because they absolutely I know fucking about knew about 6th.
1: January six. I know
0: exactly. If we knew, they knew. There is no question about it. I'm a, and, a fucking and I moron. Reading, and I knew. Just a few minutes ago, I was reading something saying that the the president was talking to particular rioters on the phone, and, and I don't know if that's true or if that's a rumor, but I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. Um, I know that one guy, the the guy with the horns, was saying that he was there at the request of the president and whether he meant that, you know, as in the president spoke to him personally or the president said, come on, let's go. I don't know. But I think we'll find out that more people were there was more direct involvement with the president than we perhaps
1: thought. There's way more direct involvement happening here than we're aware of at this point. And it's pretty clear that there were some inside players within the Capitol Police Department um, mm-hmm. I've seen video clips that are very, I mean, clearly authentic, not doctored, yeah. not deep fake yeah. because
0: he's taking selfies with the rioters. Of course. Yeah. Jesus. All kinds of things.
1: It's, it, I mean, I don't even know where to start. Right. Um, January 6th happens to be my sister's birthday. And oh, so cool Pam. happy birthday. Pam. Yeah. Happy birthday. Um, thanks for trying to destroy America by <laughs> having this event happen on your birthday. So I was out at her house dropping off gifts and surprising her, right? Because yeah. she's quarantined, yeah. she's locked in, boring, it's her birthday, blah. Oh, hi, happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Here's some things for you. Uh, she lives about an hour and a half away, so we drove out. So it was That's a nice. big deal, and I'm super nice. And I had to just throw this <laughs> in here to illustrate how great a brother I am. Yes, you are. You're such a good brother. I am super great. And uh, driving back home, I was... Uh, going to stop at the outlet, making this a long story, but what I'm saying is I'm having a normal day, and I'm in my car, and I'm listening to the radio, to the news, and things are unfolding, and I Mm -hmm. get to the outlet sort of as things are unfolding in DC, and I was like, I should really stay here and and find out what's Mm -hmm. happening, but I need some bargains, so I'm gonna go shopping. But the whole time I was like glued to my AirPods, and got into my car as things started to heat up, and the radio just really wasn't uh, conveying the news in a way that I needed. To, I needed to see what was happening. Yeah. Right. And yeah. when I got home, the television just made it so much worse. It was worse than yeah. anything I was envisioning.
0: Yeah, and we didn't even see the worst of it no. at the time. Like now, you're seeing some additional things that went on that we really didn't have insight into. So, so I'm really bummed today. I'm I'm really down. Um, I'm down more than I was because it, you know it gets worse and worse, and and probably will get even worse as people on Twitter keep saying. Um, whether it's true or not, I don't know. But people with experience with this sort of thing seem to think that it's not going to just uh, blow over.
1: No, and it shouldn't blow over, right? This <sighs> no, is when it your boyfriend cheats on you, and you find out he's been having an affair, and he confesses and wants to forget all about it, right? This is and you just
0: have to kill him then.
1: But that's the only answer. That's the only way to end it. Yeah. Um, you just got to kill him and anybody who is involved. It's just not the as, thing as you gloss over and wish right. away because right. if you do, it will happen again. He's going I mean sorry to make again. this about relationships. And it'll be worse. Right. It's worse. No, no, yeah. No, you're totally
0: right. And now he's learned what not to do. So he'll find a better way to do it next time. <sighs> yeah. He'll he'll get sneakier, he'll get, you know, smarter, he'll do whatever it is he needs to do to get away with it. The next time, which is going to make it all that much worse. He
1: will be the Josh Hawley of of boyfriends. Uh, You know, because that's Donald Trump Jr. Not sorry. There is a Donald Trump Jr. But what I mean to say is this Josh Hawley is the digestible Donald Trump. He's he's attractive. He's smart. He's well educated. He's well spoken and ambitious Mm -hmm. as fuck and doesn't give a shit.
0: We have to nip him in the bud.
1: Uh, I'm glad that he will be so nipped so soon. I,
0: I just read um, a few minutes ago before that we started the show um, a, an article that um, someone and I'm sorry, I forgot who was saying someone who would know was saying that um, it's possible that the impeachment will be postponed until 100 days after the first 100 days of Biden's administration. Because they don't want his business to be um, distracted by the impeachment, and how can they think anything that Biden's going to be doing in his first hundred days is more important than this? Uh, this, is this, the, the, this, this, is this is the future Biden's of America. First
1: hundred days, whether it's got
0: to be. I mean, sure, COVID is important. You know, assign someone to deal with COVID, right?
1: Listen, it's, if Americans uh, Americans die for democracy, every time we have a war. Right. That's, oh, yeah. The, oh, you have to go to war. The democracy. Right. So COVID can kind of wait um, or yeah. we can do two things at the same time because we're all smart people. You can chew gum and walk. Right. I hate that analogy, right. but it, it plays.
0: I mean, we've got money, right? It's not that we don't have enough money to outsource COVID oh, to, to some smart people who know what they're doing. It doesn't have to be Joe Biden directly responsible for everything that goes on in, in COVID
1: land. The, our democracy is, is as important as saving lives. Oh, yeah. So I, I don't see a need to delay. I, I understand no. that. So here's what makes America, because I know you don't know this, America different no. from other no, yeah. countries. Right. And that is we don't prosecute our political opponents for having been political opponents. The sort of right. thing that happens in and I, I mean, I'll just name a region. Right. Like South America all the time. Dictators sure, sure. comes to power. Previous dictator is executed. Um, yeah. you, you know, you betrayed the people and you're killed and all of your generals are also going to be killed. I mean, we, and then the new party is there for a while until they are replaced and killed by another party, um, or thrown in jail, right? Hi, Russia, yeah. we're looking at you. So out a window. America's very careful not to give that yeah. perception. And th- yeah. that's part of the reason why, um, Ford pardoned Nixon, um, I mean, yes and no. Um let me take that back. That's not part of the reason why he pardoned Nixon because he was the VP and the I don't know why he pardoned company. Nixon. Heal the country, bring the country together. And
0: I disagree with that. I mean Nixon Nixon was a different story, but um Nixon was bad, but not this bad. And I think you've got to, you, 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 we're, we're in agreement here. You've oh. got to address this issue immediately. Immediately meaning now, not not Monday, now. <laughs> you know, and what are we waiting for? What are we sitting around blithering about? It's ridiculous. Well,
1: it's the weekend right now. And, you know, like we got to hang out and watch TV and party. Uh, but on Monday, <laughs> we're going to get down to yeah, business. First, I th- mean,
0: first thing Monday, we'll, we'll get to it.
1: Why Congress isn't in session right now.
0: Appalling. Um, yeah, unbelievable.
1: Why there are hearings to be in session. being called for Yeah. Um I I mean I just I can't I I can't, you know, because it's I don't know it's a branch of the United States government. It's not like, oh, we broke into a senator's office in Wisconsin and or oh right. we broke into the uh, Even
0: Kamala Harris's house. I mean, anything like that. It's one right, thing. This just the, fucking the Congress Capitol and the is- Senate. absurd and he's been telegraphing this like i just said before he's been telegraphing this for so long and he said this was going to be wild and all sorts of things there's no excuse for the police to have i understand only 500 of the 2,000 police officers were there and and the uh national guard was forbidden to go and help out until rather late in the day and that's got to be
1: intentionally held back
0: intentionally intentionally held back yeah, those, those folks have got to be—they've they, got to pay, too.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike Pence, but if my boss put me in a situation where I was uh, in some in some jeopardy and then yeah. stoked the fire by oh, tweeting yeah. out to the people that are looking for me that I'm a bad person, I mean, yeah. fuck you, boss. Yeah, yeah. 25th Amendment? Hey. Uh, yeah, Hi.
0: And he went back into the White House. He went back into the West Wing and was talking to to uh, Trump for some time. And I never heard what that was about. Oh, and, uh, you know that was late in the day.
1: Uh, so I hadn't heard that, but I know that uh, they've not spoken since.
0: Good. I mean, he shouldn't speak to him. He had his. He had I mean, his
1: I know the New York Times reported stick. in another story that they haven't spoken since. So I know that from the okay. New York Times. Mike Pence quit calling me after the election when he found out I voted for (laughs) Biden.
0: I'm sorry. So yeah, so we're both frustrated, anxious, disappointed, angry.
1: We're we're everything everybody else is, right? Yeah. Um, And I, uh, I mean, who? God, who knows where we're going to go with this discussion? Uh, I mean, on one hand, yes, I do know, but then on the other hand, our anger and our frustration. Uh, these Nazis would say, we're angry and frustrated, too. Well... I mean, not so much devil's advocate, but... um, Oh, and by the way, I mean... Oh, God, just delete all of this, because it sounds like I am supporting the Nazis. And uh, clearly not. But... All right. So so let's see. Let's see where we go. I hear some rhetoric on the left, uh, which I'm a part of. I founded Antifa um, that I'm also hearing on the right.
0: I just want to say that the difference between being angry and frustrated on one side and on the other is that one side is being angry and frustrated and trying to work it out within the law. And the other side is trying to take over the government.
1: Do you like how I set that up for you? Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, my God, that's so true, Um, 100%.
0: 100%. And so let's talk about some people that have been involved in this and and people that are are trying. So one person that tried to figure out the best way to deal with the problem, as she saw it, um, was Erica Newland, who had actually been a clerk for Merrick Garland, interestingly, And she joined the Department of Justice under President Obama as an attorney advisor at the Office of Legal Counsel. And on December 20th of last year, 2020, she wrote an op-ed for The New York Times um, in which she offered an apology for not taking a stronger stance against President Trump. So what she said was, her apology consists largely of, I was an attorney at the Justice Department when Donald Trump was elected president. I worked in the Office of Legal Counsel, which is where presidents turn for permission slips that say their executive orders and other contemplated actions are lawful. I never harbored delusions about a Trump presidency. Mr. Trump readily volunteered that his agenda was to disassemble our democracy. But I made a choice to stay at the Justice Department, home to some of the country's finest lawyers, for as long as I could bear it. I believed that I could better serve our country by pushing back from within than by keeping my hands clean. But I have come to reconsider that decision. We owe the country our honesty about that and about what we saw. We owe apologies. I offer mine here. Now, she works against the Trump administration as counsel for Project Democracy, oh, I'm sorry, Protect Democracy, which is an organization that uh, was created in 2017 to prevent American democracy from declining into a more authoritarian form of government. Now, for me, I don't know about you, but for me, this is a tough apology. So, looking at the apology itself, she accepts the consequences of her actions, she says she's sorry, and she left the Justice Department, and now she works directly against Trump. But did she really join the Justice Department to work against Trump from the inside, or was it a great opportunity that she justified by saying that's what she would do, and later regretted? I, I, does, does it does it matter? I'm not sure, but furthermore, accepting an apology means forgiving someone.
1: I mean, do, right? okay, so I, great question. I don't know if accepting an apology, yes, I suppose it does. It does mean- uh, It has to, or what does it mean? Right. Right. Yeah. No, I was, I. I do have this group of apologies. It's sort of like, um, accept, I accept the apology, but with reservations. And so you're right. Yeah. Within that, there's not full forgiveness. Um, uh,
0: so I, th- I think you can acknowledge someone's regret without accepting their apology. So I can be sorry I slept with your husband, not your husband, um, your husband in general. <laughs> and you can acknowledge my regret. Husband. <laughs> and you can acknowledge my regret without accepting my apology or forgiving me. So, you know, you can be like, yeah, I see that you're really sorry about having done that thing that you did, um, but but I don't accept your apology and I don't forgive you.
1: Yeah, and, and fair enough. I, I like that analogy. Um, okay. Okay. So for this one, it's easy for me. I accepted her apology. It makes complete sense to me. Um, and I did a teeny bit of background digging on Erica. Um, oh, good. Yeah, because I, I was curious. Um, because sure, I what kind of person this is Because I put myself in her shoes. Where, yeah. like, oh, wow, I, I took a job with the Obama administration, but this is kind of my career. I want to be a career politician. Yeah, air quotes around that, right? I want yeah. to work in D.C. for the rest of my life. I'll be working for Democrats and Republicans for yeah. years to come. Cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And so not only could I see doing that, but I could also see working somewhere where I don't like what's happening and I disagree. I worked at Disney in the marketing department for three years. Like, there was a lot about Disney culture I completely disagreed with. Um, Wonderful as the people were. uh, Yeah. But, but yes, and, we, and, you know, we can table that. And not so much that I was like, oh, I'm doing such good from within. It was a paycheck. And I mean, you know, Disney's very different from the Trump uh, Republican Party. Uh, but still, I could see doing that. And I could also see sort of the mind fuck that you have to do to stay working for the Trump administration. Right. Yeah. I am here. Battling Evil. I'm going to sit on this memo for two weeks longer than I need to so we miss some deadline. gets it, it sort of sabotaged from within. Um, and so... I had no problem accepting her apology, especially.
0: I just don't know how much sabotage from within you can do as an attorney. I mean, you've got well, deadlines, you've got things you have and, to do. And she's not you, sabotaging
1: from within either. I mean, that, I'm throwing those you, words out there. You, 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 uh, you
0: can't be. I mean, you got to do your job.
1: Right, you, right. And, you, and she wasn't. Even
0: if you don't like your job and you try to make it less um, easy for Trump to do some things than other things, I think as a whole, you're you're going to fail. And And she, I think, saw that and quit. So she probably had the best of intentions um, for herself and for um, the country, but realized that she couldn't she couldn't um, accomplish her goals while
1: working well, for the Trump administration. Right. I think she couldn't live with herself anymore for, for what she was doing and sort of like to make this uh, easier for my brain. Um, so what she's doing is oh, we want to ban all Muslims from coming into mm-hmm. America. So I'm going to do this executive order because uh, Office of Legal Counsel, as you mentioned, looks at executive orders that the president wants to issue and then they determine, can we get away with this? How legal is this? Yeah. What do we need to do to make yeah. it more legal, right? And yeah. so she may have very well have been one of those people that said, okay, great, uh, we can't ban all Muslims legally, but what you could do is ban from seven countries, right? Or if he had a right. list of 15 countries, she gets it down to seven. So she's right. trying to g- create situations where the least amount of harm will happen. But I understand her point her point and, and your point.
0: Here we are. Let's look at Erica Newland. Are we going to accept or condemn her apology um, in three? Three,
1: two, two one, one. one. Accept. Condemn. Okay, good. I like yeah, it when we're I divided. Said
0: condemn. Okay, good. We'll we'll talk about why later, I think, in the episode. Uh,
1: for me, much. I see real regret, and I see that she's doing work to sort of counteract the damage that, that she says she did. And also, she's an attorney, and I'm just always going to forgive an attorney because I don't want them to sue me.
0: <laughs> All right, fair enough. There you go. I played my um, hand. The next person we're going to talk about here in our uh, Fascism on Parade episode is um, the freshman member of the House of Representatives, Mary Miller, from uh, who's a Republican, um, surprise, from Illinois. She was just elected in November, and she apologized on Friday um, after gaining national attention on Tuesday the 5th for saying Hitler was right on one thing at a pro-Trump rally for Moms for America. Um At the rally, she said, each generation has the responsibility to teach the next generation. You know, if we win a few elections, we're still going to be losing unless we win the hearts of our children. It's the battle. Hitler was right on one thing, that whoever has the youth has the future. Our children are being propagandized. In the apology, Miller, in office less than a week, accused critics of trying to intentionally twist my words. She said, I sincerely apologize for any harm my words caused and regret using a reference to one of the most evil dictators in history to illustrate the dangers that outside influences can have on our youth. While some are trying to intentionally twist my words into something antithetical to my beliefs, let me be clear. I am passionately pro-Israel, and I will always be a strong advocate and ally of the Jewish community.
1: Um, Right, because—we'll just stop right there—you can easily be pro-Israel and anti-Semitic.
0: Absolutely. Uh, And
1: there are many, many, many Christians who have a belief that— Israel's got to blow up or something in order for Jesus to come back and rescue everybody? Well, all the Jews
0: have to go back to Israel in order for Jesus to come back. So, so I don't know if they're going to blow up or what, but they're all going to be in Israel when Jesus returns. So in order for uh, that to happen, they need to be an ally of, of Israel. So it's uh, it's it's disgusting, it, if you ask me.
1: it's a, Yeah, I mean, and, and really, I shouldn't be looking for logic. Uh, within that sort of a, of a mindset. So let's say this, um, I do a lot of writing for a lot of different companies and Hitler never comes up. Uh, but I'm also trying to appeal <laughs> to the youth. Happens. Yeah. 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 I, I write a lot of stuff for Gen Z and millennials and, uh, yeah, somehow I'm able not to reference Hitler in any of it. Um, she apologized
0: mm. but i don't think she resigned did she
1: no she's not going to resign she's from a very republican district um it's probably the most republican district in illinois according to what i saw on google for the 15th mm-hmm. district um mm-hmm. and just kind of given her bio uh she's 61 years old so uh You know, I don't want to be ageist, but I'm just going to say that that's of a particular generation and a particular mindset. Um, She's a mother Um, of seven.
0: That's not very different from our generation, Theo.
1: (laughs) It's very different from our generation. It's very, very, very. And I'm not saying that there aren't like... uh, uh, I mean those liberal are like the year olds out there of course there's a bunch of old hippies knocking around and, and I get that but this is a 61 year old grandmother from uh middle America odds are that she's not going to be a lot of things that i am
0: true true she's not clearly she's not so um, so her, her using Hitler's words was A, unnecessary. Um, B, uh, it, it has to have been chosen for a reason. It absolutely has to have been chosen for a reason. You don't just casually throw around Hitler.
1: No. As a matter of fact, I'm very careful not to mention Hitler um, in discussions because right. it's due, there's no need to. Um,
0: it, it, it doesn't make sense. It's, it's, it's hurtful and it doesn't make sense. So, yeah. So should we do accept or condemn for Mary Miller?
1: Oh, I mean, sure, yeah
0: Okay, three,
1: two, two, one, one. Condemn
0: Condemn, all right
1: Yeah, sorry, Mary You're gonna
0: fry in hell
1: I would like to also say uh, For the, what was the group? Uh, It's the Moms of America that she was speaking to Moms of America, yeah Yeah Um, Okay, so they defended her on Facebook, of course While Congresswoman Miller's statement is being taken out of context and used as a weapon against her, we know the real issue has nothing to do with Hitler, but the fact that she is a woman of courage who speaks truth in a time of universal deceit. Um, Uh, So I would just like to do a real quick um, fuck you guys to them. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And then what happens a couple of days later?
0: Well, on the 2nd of January, um, Trump tweeted, It's statistically impossible to have lost the 2020 election. Big protest in D.C. on January 6th. Be there. We'll be wild. And the Washington Post then reported that the district had mobilized the National Guard and will have every city police officer on duty to handle protests of the November presidential election, which Mayor Muriel E. Bowser said may include people looking, may, huh, include people looking to instigate violence. And then on the 6th, a mob storming the U.S. Capitol, disrupted the constitutional duty of counting electoral college votes, and prompted the evacuations of representatives, senators, and Vice President Mike Pence. It seems now that at least some of the insurrectionists were prepared to kidnap and possibly kill. One woman was fatally shot by police while trying to climb into the chambers. Three others died from medical emergencies. One police officer died of injuries sustained during the riot. And fifty more police officers were injured, and I just heard this morning that another police officer has committed suicide. Holy God! This.
1: You're kidding.
0: Yeah, yeah. So apparently morale is really low, as it as it freaking should be. But um, I'm sorry he killed himself. That he probably felt bad about something that was outside of his control.
1: Oh gosh, that's uh, that's even beyond uh, horrific. Yeah. I I had yeah. zero idea about that. Um, yeah. yeah,
0: our sympathies to his family. Um, so this mob, we, uh, we know a few things about some of the members of the mob. Um, one of the ones that Theo and I have been talking about is uh, Brad Ruxdales from Illinois. He's the CEO of the data analytics company Cogentia, and he donated almost $30,000 to Republican causes since October of 2019, so just in the last year or so. He was arrested in Washington for his role in storming the Capitol on the 6th. Um, He was arrested on the 6th and was back home in Chicago the next day, deleting his social media accounts and presumably looking for a lawyer. He claims that he didn't go to be violent. He said, it was great to see a whole bunch of people together in the morning and hear the speeches, but it turned into chaos, he said, having participated in that chaos. So as far as his company goes, he was the president and CEO of uh, Cogentia, but as of January 8th, he was out of a job. The board of directors terminated him effective immediately after deciding that his actions at the Capitol were inconsistent with the core values of Cogentia. So, um, probably around that time, or maybe beforehand, hoping to stave off his firing, he, uh, I'm just speculating here, Brad Rooksdale's, um put out his apology. He said, in a moment of extremely poor judgment following the January 6th rally in Washington, I followed hundreds of others through an open set of doors to the Capitol building to see what was taking place inside. I was arrested for the first time in my life and charged with unlawful entry. My decision to enter the Capitol was wrong, and I am deeply regretful to have done so. Without qualification and as a peaceful and law-abiding citizen, I condemn the violence and destruction that took place in Washington. I offer my sincere apologies for my indiscretion, and I deeply regret that my actions have brought embarrassment to my family, colleagues, friends, and fellow countrymen. It was the single worst personal decision of my life. I have no excuse for my actions and wish that I could take them back. He faces three federal charges stemming from the incident, including violent entry and disorderly conduct on Capitol grounds. Now, he talks like he just happened to be there, that he didn't fly from Chicago uh, to be there on the 6th for this event. He just was, happened to be there, saw some people walking into a building, was like, hey, what's going on in there? Let's check it out.
1: All of these people, when pressed, I think with the exception of one guy, are yeah. like, Oh, my God, I had no idea what was happening. I was just there, and I got swept up in the moment. I got caught up in the moment. Yeah. And yeah. I've been to many protests, uh, and yeah. I'm not rallies, but I've been to many protests. So I was a member yeah. of ACT UP and Queer Nation in the 80s and mm-hmm. 90s when uh, mm-hmm. we were marching for gay rights, right? Mm-hmm. Um, And not so much that I was followed by the FBI because they weren't there for me. They were there to monitor a protest and and a march. Um, And so, like, shit gets real, right? But you know, and maybe maybe this is the difference between marching with an organization and marching with a mob. An organization Mm -hmm. tells you. Here's what you don't do, everybody. Don't break any yeah. fucking windows. Don't engage yeah. with X, Y, or Z, right? You're there to be peaceful. If something happens, yeah. the best thing for you to do is hit the ground.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just lay down. Yeah. And they tell you that, they tell you that. And as you know, they, they, they tell you what not to do and you don't do it, and they still fucking arrest you. They still stand on the back of your neck. And, and these people are doing all those things that, that organizations will tell protesters not to do, and absolutely nothing fucking happened to these people. This is where I'm mad.
1: Same here. I don't understand yeah. why more people aren't in jail. Um, I sort of get why there weren't more arrests the day of. I mean, I don't, but then I sort of do, right? There, there wasn't enough manpower at the Capitol, police manpower, mm. to arrest Maybe. people. Um, also, I, guess, I don't know. I heard some some bullshit about like, oh, we don't want to make any martyrs today, so we're not going to be really aggressive with these oh, so people. so we'll just let
0: them go. Yeah.
1: It, it's stupid. ridiculous. And and of course, of course, it's white privilege uh, in yeah. all of its beautiful glory. Um And so I, I see that, but I just don't understand why these people aren't in jail.
0: Because they're straight white males.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's one thing to sort of know that that happens, and sort of, and it's a whole other thing just to see it. It's so, so in your face, so obvious, Um, and not just one guy dozens of fucking guys everybody somebody everybody. stole mail from nancy pelosi's office I know.
0: they stole a podium they, they walked out with a podium the and podium put it I in their will car. give you.
1: that is cool <laughs> <laughs> that and, a po- and stealing a podium that's fine stealing a piece of mail you're supposed to yeah. go to jail for that bullshit
0: i think they stole her laptop
1: well, I sure hope not.
0: Uh I think so. I'm pretty sure some, some people's laptops were stolen. Did. So they better fucking find out who's got those laptops. But you know, and and who knows who is in that mob as Why as, isn't there a fucking GPS other tracker
1: other on on the laptop? Why isn't there some yeah, sort yeah. of a microchip somewhere that just like So he, we're going to go all over the place with this because now we're with the mob and we're in the Capitol and And it's going crazy. It's going crazy. And some very innocent, nice white people just happened to also be in the mob and got swept up with, Oh, that's, that was kind of the point I was going to say about like, Oh, I've been to these protests and whatever. You do get caught up. There is a, a, a wave of emotion that like sweeps you along, right? And I can totally see, because I love to put myself in other people's shoes, but a lot of shoe stuff, this podcast and last podcast, I don't know why. (laughs) Um, But, um, so I could see Oh, all right, I'm at a protest in DC and we're protesting whatever gay thing might have been and we're really pissed off and somebody ran into the Capitol and maybe I'm gonna let five hundred other people run into the Capitol before I do. Right? But I don't yeah. th- I just I mean, you know, this is like me now all of a sudden. Um I just I'm so afraid of getting into trouble that regardless of how self-righteous or even how righteous my cause might be, yeah, I just don't know that I would, would do—I'm not saying I haven't ever broken a law. Jesus Christ, just take the, the, the spotlight off of me. I'm sorry.
0: I mean, let's, put, let's, let's ask this question, though. If Trump had won the election Ugh. and was doing all kinds of crazy shit now, like he is now, yeah. would you storm the Capitol?
1: Uh, I would not storm the Capitol. And here's why. Uh, because there are innocent people. So when you say storm the Capitol, I'm envisioning having a gun and, and uh, what do they call it? Like um, clips. Yeah. No, but I would go and I would shout and scream and shake my yeah. fist yeah. and I would donate yeah. money and I would right. vote, vote, vote. Right. And right. I would say very bad words to Trump, you know, sure, I would do all of that, but would I break it? Now, okay, but then you've got to take this another another step, right? And so that is, it's not Trump, it's got to be something like, I know that uh, a group of Nazis is in the Capitol building, and they Mm -hmm. are getting ready to uh, deploy and implement A plan, not even a plan Like they're getting ready to just push this button And, and people are going to get rounded up Would I then storm the Capitol To prevent mass murder Like would I yeah. it's, a, it's, it's an old time travel thing of like If you could time travel back And kill Hitler as a baby, would you? Because it would mean you'd have to kill right. a baby Right, right. Um, And I'd love to kill babies I mean I'm ready I. <laughs> There's, anything I say is going to sound awful. Um, so I'll let you take that. Okay. Baby killing. Um.
0: If, if I had the opportunity to go back and kill Baby Hitler, I would absolutely positively do it. I, I, I understand there are many arguments for other ways to like kidnap baby Hitler and raise him differently. Okay, oh, you know, maybe I'll try oh, that. Oh,
1: that's really but. a good one, because I never do that. It's <laughs> always like you have to kill the baby. Um, but, okay, so, so this is where we sort of need to be in order to, to have the discussion. It is these people who stormed the Capitol truly believed that something nefarious had happened. Now there were all sorts of different b- beliefs, right? The vote yes. was stolen, uh their satanic members of Congress, uh Q Pedophiles told them everywhere. whatever the bullshit, yeah. right? They yeah. they believe it in the same way that if it had been a group of Nazis who were getting ready to to have, you know, mass murder day uh or if it was the beginning of Kristallnacht, right? Um then yeah, I'm probably storming the Capitol. Um, did you
0: see um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's speech? I
1: did, which is what reminded me yeah. of Crystal Lock. And, uh, yeah, I thought maybe it was. I cried okay. um, a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, and I just gotta say, when Arnold Schwarzenegger's not on your side, guys, Yeah. you're wrong. You think it. Sorry, yeah. you need to sit down and say, why is Arnie against me?
0: But I don't know why he doesn't want me to learn how to make swords.
1: Because there couldn't be only one. <laughs> and I know that's a different movie, but I mean, whatever. It's still sci fi. Um, okay. So. All right. So,
0: where were we? Well, we we're, we're trying about, to get into um, the head of the rioters, Hitler.
1: right? Because yeah. it's not. It, yes, it is. Oh my gosh, we love Donald Trump so much. But, the, but a big part of it is oh my gosh, we hate the other side so much. We're going to yes. break into Nancy Pelosi's office and leave a note on her desk calling her, you know, a bitch. And yeah, I mean, are you fucking stupid? Yeah,
0: the, they are.
1: The, I, yes, and that's the sad thing too. It's like, wow, not only are there a lot of racist people in this country, there are a lot of fucking stupid people.
0: I think they're they're seeing their what they consider their way of life and their values and everything that means something to them. It's threatened by the Democrats,
1: which is ridiculous. But how is it threatened? Oh, my God. We want everybody to make more money. Um, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Everybody should have food. Everyone should have access to health care. Health is a That's human communist. right. That's uh, communist.
0: And, you know, what comes along with communism is all the bad stuff.
1: Like, what's the bad stuff?
0: The, the
1: vodka because it's not good vodka <laughs> or I'm just gonna
0: say <laughs> the lack of individual individualism and the, oh right
1: like, because this mob of people are so individuals or so individualistic I know, I know. um sorry I didn't mean to jump at you like that you were that's saying okay, that, it's but,
0: okay that's okay that was the only thing I could think of at the moment I should have studied up on communism.
1: Well, communism's bad because in the 1950s, communism was bad, right? That that was the other, and the other was bad. And then we started to have this cultural shift where we started to have teenagers talking back to their parents and, you know, the birth of the 60s and free love and all that. So, yeah, I mean...
0: well, communism turned out badly for Russia, and now, in some people's minds, that's all that communism or socialism can ever be. But
1: isn't it doing great for China?
0: Not so good. No? I wouldn't think. No? Aren't
1: they, like, the world's leading economy now, or?
0: They might be the world's leading economy, but they're not a very good place to live.
1: Uh, I mean, maybe they're I... They're extremely oppressive. Well, I mean, yeah, of course, Right. Uh, but then if you follow the rules, there's a lot of freedom. Oh, my God, I'm arguing for communism.
0: <laughs> well, you're arguing for oppression. <laughs> if you follow I, the rules, you'll be fine. I am, oh.
1: <laughs> Jesus, i went too far inside the mind of a Trump supporter, and now I pulled part of it with me. Um, well,
0: now you see what it's like, I guess.
1: Well, so. I mean, I get the the thing that freedom of thought is probably our most amazing gift right uh you and i could not have this show in china i i do understand yeah, no. that. we could have a different show which is called i agree with you um yeah yeah, yeah 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 so with all of that uh mind of a trump supporter being swept up with the crowd and we can we can understand why somebody might do something they wouldn't ordinarily do. Heat of passion, Okay. right? So with our friend uh, Rexdale, accept or condemn, or condemn or absolve.
0: Um, accept or condemn, and it's three,
1: two, two one, one, condemn, condemn. Yes, yeah, that, that's easy. And for me, while I can understand getting swept up. And I can understand, certainly understand making bad decisions, and I certainly understand regret. This reads very self-serving. Oh, absolutely! I'm the CEO of a marketing company, and I'm in trouble, and I'm going to apologize. I shouldn't have flown 2,000 miles to march in an angry mob. Yeah. What
0: did he think he was going to do? I mean,
1: uh, uh, what was he thinking? What they all thought thought was going to happen, which was they were going to march into the Capitol, they were going to storm it, and everybody in America was going to cheer them on as patriots. (sighs) They are heroes. They are the new Sam Adams. Not the beer, but the president. I know you know that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right, one more guy. Um, we got two more guys to talk about. Um, okay. Derek Evans is uh, another member of the seditious uprising. He faces federal charges for entering the Capitol with a mob, and he has resigned as a Republican first time office holder in West Virginia's House of Delegates in a very nicely written letter saying, basically, I hereby resign effective immediately. In another statement, a little less uh, short, he said, I take full responsibility for my actions and deeply regret any hurt, pain, or embarrassment I may have caused my family, friends, constituents, and fellow Virginians, West Virginians. I hope this action I take today can remove any cloud of distraction from the state legislature so my colleagues can get to work in earnest, building a brighter future for our state. And more importantly, I hope it begins helps to begin the healing process so we can all move forward and come together as one nation under God. Whatever. His federal charges stem from his involvement in the riot, which was captured in a Facebook Live video he took of himself as he entered the Capitol building during the riots and shouting, We're in! We're in! Derek Evans is in the Capitol! What an idiot.
1: I mean, these people shoot themselves in their own foot?
0: They so do. He has since deleted all his social media, and he and his attorney are now trying to portray him as being swept in by the crowd. But even if he were swept in by the crowd, why, why was he there? Was he just like having a snack at the Bologna Brothers stream? and the crowd came by and just picked him in his burrito up and dragged him through the, through the Capitol? Right. And, and if so, then you live why was he that screaming event. with joy that he was in there? No.
1: Yeah. It's, it's clear. And this is the thing that that just drives me crazy. It's when people lie. Okay, fine. Everybody lies. Yeah. I get yeah. that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. When you lie to my face, okay, fine. Great. But then when you expect me to believe your stupid lie... And I don't, and you double down. I mean, come the fuck on. Rude. Dumb. That's what I say. My IQ might be 99, but even I.
0: (laughs) I'm not that dumb. All right, accept or condemn. Three,
1: two, two, one. one. Condemn.
0: Condemn. Oh, heartily condemn you, Derek Evans. Um, Not sure why he's getting the brunt of my anger right now, but he is. So um, I think our our final um, gentleman of the day is Josiah Colt, who is a former LDS missionary from Boise, Idaho. You might remember seeing him scaling the wall inside the Capitol Senate chamber, and he's wanted by Capitol Police now. Um, His apology appears to be a backtrack from a number of videos that he had shared on Wednesday in which he said he was tired of people stealing our freedom. One such video shows him gloating about taking part in the seditious activity and falsely stating that he sat in House Representative Nancy Pelosi's chair while calling her a traitor and a bitch. Colt, however, did not actually sit in Pelosi's chair because he stormed the Senate chamber, not the House of Representatives chamber.
1: Somebody who clearly knows government and what they're doing.
0: Right. Exactly. I'm sure he understands all the nuances of government because he doesn't can't tell the Senate chamber from the House of Representatives. I'm just like every single one of those people that was marching, he said. A peaceful protest. We're here to represent America. We're tired of being lied to. We're tired of people stealing from us, stealing our freedoms, stealing our liberties. I didn't hurt anybody in there, he said. He apologized in a statement to the local CBS News affiliate in Idaho, saying he had brought shame on myself. I love America. I love the people. I didn't hurt anyone, and I didn't cause any damage in the chamber. I got caught up in the moment, and when I saw the door to the chamber open, I walked in, hopped down, and sat on the chair. I said my piece, then I helped a gentleman get to safety that was injured, then left. While in the chamber, I told the other protesters that this is a sacred place and not to do any damage. Some of them wanted to trash the place and steal stuff, but I told them not to and to leave everything in its place. We're still on sacred ground, and I sincerely apologize to the American people. I recognize my actions that have brought shame upon myself, my family, my friends, and my beautiful country. In the moment, I thought I was doing the right thing. I realize now that my actions were inappropriate and I beg for forgiveness from America and my home state of Idaho. My intention wasn't to put a stain on our great country's democratic process.
1: My biggest question about this is, what is it about people from Idaho apologizing to the state of Idaho? Larry Craig did the same thing.
0: They must love Idaho. There must be something big about it. I've never been there that I know of.
1: No, but... uh, I think it must... Oh.
0: have something to do with their being Mormon and Idaho being a big Mormon state. Maybe it's all tied up in that.
1: It's, I mean, the heart of the Midwest, I think. So it's the seat of niceness. Mm-hmm. And th- there's just so much in here. The Idaho thing struck me uh, because we just recently did Larry Craig and I recalled that from his apology. Uh, but then within this, like... Oh, my gosh. He didn't do anything wrong. He accidentally just happened to find himself someplace. Uh, He said his piece, which he spells P-E-A-C-E.
0: I know. And
1: I'm not saying... Oh, my God, you're so stupid. You don't know which which spelling to use for the word. But more, he's really trying to paint this picture of gentleness and kindness. Mm. And I think that's mm. why he uh, used that spelling for that word. Um And then he helps a gentleman get to safety who was injured. And, oh, you hero. And you reminded everybody it's a sacred space and they shouldn't be doing anything. And all you did was sit in a chair.
0: (laughs) Um, He has deleted his social media and is seeking legal advice.
1: It's odd to me that all these people who are so reliant upon social media for their radicalization end up deleting their accounts after they get caught.
0: Could it be that they have said things on their social media accounts that they don't want other people to know?
1: Could it be that the United States government doesn't have a way to, like, go into those deleted accounts and see what's been posted? I mean, I get you're saving yourself from media exposure or whatever, but, I mean, it's all a little too late.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, do we accept or condemn, Mr. Um, Colt?
1: Oh, well, um... Should we do a three, two, one, or you just want to like yep. flat out? Okay. three, two, two, one, one, condemn. Big
0: old condemn. Yes. Yeah.
1: Total, total. Even though you're from Idaho, which is starting to I'm sure it's a hurt a special place. place in my heart. Um, yeah. And what I really, I feel for Josiah though. He's uh, a friend of his from high school was interviewed on TV. And you know, shit's bad. When they're scaring up people from your high school days to yeah, talk right? about what was he like, um, yeah. What did he say? Oh, uh, so it was this girl, and basically she said it, she didn't really know him. She was just no. in the class with him. However big their school he was, was quiet. or small. His big personality and outgoing. No, she wasn't surprised, but she was extremely surprised about the whole thing. Uh, She said, knowing him and what I remember of him, he is definitely the kind of person I can see being passionate about something. Um, (coughs) Sweet enough. And then she said, uh, but it's 2021. What goes on the internet follows you forever. And she also mentioned that uh, while everyone deserves forgiveness, there are consequences for your action. And I'm going to say that's probably... A really good statement that helps me kind of like get my arms around this weird goofiness of like, what am I trying to say about all this? Because I I don't want to just flat out condemn people without trying to understand their position, because I think that is part of the healing process um, now saying all of that, this is something outside of of that. Um, I, I just don't even know what to do with it.
0: I don't know. I think uh, understanding what, where people are coming from or understanding people's motives is of limited value and you, you have to judge what they did and the um, impact of what they've done uh, to judge them and to make a determination of how they should be rehabilitated or punished, that's my opinion.
1: Um, I mean, I don't disagree with that, uh, and yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's just it's it's that thing of like there are degrees, right? I have Trump-supporting relatives. Um, I love them; they're nice people. They like dogs. They like children. They bake cookies, um, but th- also. There's just some things we don't talk about so that I can mm-hmm. have a relationship with them. And, mm-hmm. and you know, could you argue, and I would, it's not really having a relationship with somebody that, yeah. you know, I have a biological connection and fond memories of these people who have always been kind mm-hmm. to me. Um, mm mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and then it just starts to fall apart. Like, I don't see my relatives storming the Capitol. And I haven't spoken to them about this because I don't want to find out they support the insurrectionists.
0: I have a feeling at least some of my relatives do. And I'm not going to ask them about it either because there's nothing I can do except cut them out completely, which I basically already done.
1: And Mm -hmm. and same-ish here, you know, Mm -hmm. Christmas and birthdays now. Um, And, yeah, yeah. and so, I like Biden a lot. Uh, I mm-hmm. like his message of unity. I like how he is not—he's uh, not biting Trump's bait. Right,
0: right. right. He's not. He, they're not having Twitter wars. Not thank dress, God.
1: Right. There's no t- beautiful. There's no <laughs> Twitter war between Biden yeah. and Trump. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and. And I want to get back to a place where the Nazis are quiet and not marching mm-hmm. in the street. But then mm-hmm. at the same time, we need to know that they're out there and we need to know what they're up to. And um, now we do. And so it's just this thing of like the conversation that you and I are having today will the same conversation will be very different by next Friday, given all the bullshit that's going to happen Monday through Friday.
0: I hope something happens. I mean, I hope good things happen. I hope that Biden and um his team are strong enough to do what needs to be done, and the folks that are currently in Congress are strong enough to do what needs to be done to um to end this and to end um supposedly there's this is going to happen again on the seventeenth so that's well, for sure I don't know when that is that's like Sunday, not next Sunday but the sunday after what's what's today the tenth that's next Sunday. So what's going to happen on the 17th? Everybody better get their shit together and get the police and everyone prepared to defend the Capitol and whatever other targets, the state capitals, um, too, uh, that are supposed to be targeted.
1: Yeah. It's not even defend. It's defend democracy at this point. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I, of all people, could not be more shocked that those words are coming out of my mouth because I've always very much been the burn America down. Um, <laughs> not literally, but you know. Uh, right, right. Uh, yeah, like anti-war, bleeding heart liberal. Uh, oh yeah, Embarrassed, totally. I don't own an American flag. Um,
0: America has her flaws, God knows, and perhaps more flaws than otherwise, but the solution is not to take over, the solution is not fascism.
1: And I think also acknowledging that America has flaws is patriotic.
0: Yeah. Yes. Right? Yes. Um you can't fix a flaw if you don't know you have it.
1: Which I'm hopeful this this insurrection has highlighted. Oh gosh, wow, look at look at these people, look at what misinformation has done to them. Look at what yeah. coddling lies in trying to pretend that there's some validity to both sides of an argument right. when the other side is nonsensical right. and, and a lie, right? Yeah. And also this idea of echo chambers. Um, you know, uh, I remember, right. what was the presidential election where the Fox News viewers were so shocked that Obama won because everybody was convinced it was going to be Romney? And um, uh, Carl... Romney. Yeah, uh, it must have been two thousand and twelve, maybe. But yeah, I guess it was. Um, and one of oh god, he's super famous. And he's he's like a political um, Sean Hannity. No, no, no. Uh, uh, Carl is it Carl Rove? I think it was Carl Rove. Uh, Carl Rove. Yeah. So Carl Rove had crunched a bunch of numbers on election night and was sitting there and. Got up and walked away and was like, this can't be right on live television and had to go back and relook at his numbers because being in the Fox echo chamber, they were mm. all so absolutely convinced that Romney mm. was going to win. It wasn't even a, oh, we hope he will or, oh, we want him to. It was he is going to win because that's what we've been saying for the last couple I think of it was
0: the same months. this year with Trump. The the Trump people mm. were were confident that Trump was going to win, and he kept saying, "Oh, I've got it in the bag." You know, it's a it's a, um, a, a landslide, and everyone. I don't know if it was Fox or wherever. You know, maybe it was a um, is it Parler?
1: Oh, the uh, the right wing version yeah. of Twitter, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think they were all, you know, saying that that he had won and he was going to win, it's going to win, and people were just shocked that he didn't win. So that's part of the reason that people can believe that that there was a, that the election was stolen, and, because oh, how could he possibly not have won?
1: And so when I say that I hear the same rhetoric on the right as on the left, I want to be real careful here that it's not necessarily the same rhetoric. But when Hillary lost, we did have this narrative of. Russia, and of course, I'm going to say Mm -hmm. this is true, Mm -hmm. but I also recognize that I'm on the left, and my belief Mm -hmm. in that truth is just Mm -hmm. as strong as somebody's belief on the right. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just I'm able to point at some things that are facts that are indisputable, and they're not... able to point at facts that are indisputable they are able to point at things people have said
0: right exactly exactly
1: and so i agree yeah um
0: so the one thing i wanted to mention or wanted to to read was a a paragraph from clark cunningham who's a law professor uh, who teaches legal ethics at georgia state And he said, I would say what all of them did that entered the Capitol is the serious federal felony of sedition. It's the domestic equivalent of treason. It wasn't a sit-in. They knew the Congress was convened to do perhaps the most important thing a Congress can do, preside over the peaceful transfer of power from one president to another. The mob went there to prevent that action, Cunningham said. So, so far, 55 people have been charged with crimes stemming from this seditious activity.
1: Wow, not enough
0: not enough. Not enough. Should be thousands.
1: Uh, I mean, I should, don't even know how many people police were there. Oh, sorry. To arrest people as they
0: should have been enough police there to arrest people as they walk through the doors.
1: I don't understand. While everybody's in the Capitol, you just don't get a bunch of police officers to make a great big giant circle yeah. around the Capitol. And you just don't let yeah. people leave.
0: Uh, how did they even get there in the first place? You can't just walk up the Capitol steps. There's police there. They stop you from doing that. How did that, how is that even allowed to happen? It's not open to the public, not not anymore. So anyway, I'm angry about the whole thing, obviously. And uh, I don't think my anger will be resolved anytime soon.
1: No, uh, and it's probably only going to become more unbelievable as the next few days on roll. All
0: right, so we're going to skip... Um, Who's sorry now, this week, because we don't have any uh, any apologies that are really appropriate to the topic that we're, we're under discussion. Um, so I think we'll, uh, this is a special episode, so we'll be going live on the 11th, Monday morning, and uh, we'll have our regular episode go live next Wednesday. Or, on Wednesday, yeah, yeah. Wednesday the 13th. So um, that one, uh, TBD, the su- subject is TBD, but it'll be great. And then we'll go back to, uh, I think, probably no more bonus episodes for a while because all the holidays are over. And unless there are... uh,
1: Unless something fun happens, right? something
0: devastating or fun happens that we want to talk about.
1: Let's go with fun fun. (laughs) because it's a comedy show, right? (laughs) Something really fun is going to happen and we're going to feel the need to... And somebody will apologize for all the fun (laughs) and then it'll be appropriate for us to To talk about. I will say that, like... Maybe in closing, I I knew at some point we were going to be talking about Trump, and I knew at some point people would be apologizing for Trump-related activities. Mm-hmm. Never in my life did I think it would be members of the general public apologizing for insurrection in support of Donald Trump. I figured it was going to be Bill Barr apologizes for uh, you know his bullshit, right. um, or you know some public figure somewhere. It, Tends to be the norm yeah. Um, for us so far yeah. Uh, So Yeah, just weird
0: Alright, well we'll see everybody in a few days um, Take care of yourselves Stay safe And uh, our, remember We will always be here to accept your apologies Bye 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 America